Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. Why We Are Here is a portal of heartfelt communication designed to inspire you with expansive words of wisdom, personal insight, and open candor from luminary guests around the world. Now, here's your host, Sharon Rose Washington. Hello, and welcome to Why We Are Here. I'm your host, Sharon Rose Washington, and my illustrious guest today is of a legendary musical group that has taken the world by storm and held it captive in musical bliss for almost five decades. No matter where they perform in concert, tickets are always sold out. They have sold over 90 million albums worldwide, won numerous Grammys and many other awards, including being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where they received a standing ovation. They also have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and are called the backbone of pop music. Now, I'm going to ask all of you out there to solve a riddle and guess who I have here in the studio as my guest. Are you ready for the clues? Okay, here goes. Their name represents three elements. Their music is heard around the world with harmonic codes to restore the magnetic field. They have written some of the most beautiful love songs, and it's rumored their music is responsible for over half of the Earth's population being born. And through their music, <laughs> and through their music, we learn that pyramids are transportal gateways to the constellations. Can you guess who they are? Well, without further ado, Verdine White of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Welcome, Verdine. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. We are so honored to have you here with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me this morning. We've been trying to put this together for a while, and we finally, we're finally here, you know? Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Song, we have um, songs that you have done like Shining Star, mm-hmm. In the Stone, mm-hmm. Boogie Wonderland, mm-hmm. Reasons, mm-hmm. Fantasy, mm-hmm. The World is a Masquerade, mm-hmm. Serpentine Fire, September, mm-hmm. and, and what we just heard, uh, let's groove tonight. Now, they're just the tip of the iceberg from mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire's uh, multi-million dollar catalog of music. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say is the formula for success that Earth, Wind, and Fire's had through the years? Well, at the beginning, of course, you know, uh, uh, we have to give all credit and praise to, uh, you know, my older brother, Maurice White, who really was the one that was the architect, really, of, of what we're talking about, you know, the concept that he had of putting a band together that could, could do all different types of things and, and also, too, at a certain level of consciousness, you know, which really was uh, from a lot of his own personal studies, you know, as, a, as an individual. So, you know, really a lot of the ideas really came from him, and we sort of kind of followed suit because, you know, we were younger at the time. And, and, and so, you know, him being a big brother, mentor, teacher really was, was great for us, and it enabled us to really, uh, uh, really hone in on what we wanted to do. Now, I mentioned that the group is said to be the backbone of pop culture uh, and pop music. 
And how did the name itself originate? Was that something of Maurice's? Somewhere I had read that uh, he was a Sagittarius and mm-hmm. it had some, something to do with the elements of, of, of him being a Sagittarius or something. Is That's that true? true. That's true. Uh, what it was, it was from his astrological chart. Uh, and in his chart, he has, it's nothing but earth, wind, and fire. So he has no water in his chart. You know, and for those who understand astrology, you know, you have the elements of earth, wind, fire, water. You have the moon, you know, you have the rising signs. You have, the, you know, the sun signs, you know. So really it, it came from his own personal um, astrological chart. So basically you're saying that your brother Maurice and you guys are alchemists. I guess, you know, uh, we didn't know what that, I don't think that word was around then when we started. But you were yeah, doing we were it. Doing, yeah, we were doing And that actually was good, though, you know, because we were kind of unconscious of it, you know. I think if we had been conscious of a lot of the things that we are now, we probably wouldn't have done the kind of music that we ended up doing, you know. Well, when I say the name Charles mm-hmm. Stepney, what comes to mind? Well, oh, big brother, teacher. He actually worked with Maurice. Uh, actually, Maurice's background is a very interesting background. Before he started Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, those who don't know, he was a drummer uh, with the Ramsey Lewis Trio uh, back in mm-hmm. Chicago. And, uh, and prior to that, he was a, a studio session drummer. And he worked with uh, Charles uh, at Chess Records. Uh, and Chess, uh, Chess was a great record company out of Chicago. And they had people like the Dells and, and Minnie Ripperton. And Charles Stepney discovered Minnie Ripperton, you know, the late Minnie Ripperton. Yeah. And then and, uh, and Charles came to work with us. Uh, and, uh, and he was really uh, uh, one of the major catalysts to get our sound together. Now, when the group first started, mm-hmm. and, and you were you were very young when it mm-hmm. first started, mm-hmm. there were there were uh, it seemed as if there were a few people that came in and a few people left. You had a female in the beginning too, didn't That's you? Right. Yeah, we had a couple of females in the beginning. Uh, the first group, Earth, Wind, and Fire, was was uh, the late Wade Flemings and Donald Whitehead, and and I was a baby. I just come out here. I just was only eighteen, and I was sort of like the baby of the bunch. And and that group broke up, and then we sort of had to kind of regroup. Took us about a year to regroup because it was a it, you know we had to kind of start over again and things like that and and uh, and then we put a female in the group at that time for the uh, first two albums the Last Days and Times album and the Hit to the Sky album and her name was Jessica Cleves great singer really great singer she was with a group called Friends of Distinction uh, and they had a lot of hit records and then she came to work with us uh, uh, for two albums. Yeah, I, I remember Friends of Distinction. That's right. We, yeah, and, and Jessica was great. She was really fantastic, and and um, and she was a wild child, you know, and um, <laughs> you know, wild child, and uh, uh, so um, and so it was it was it was it was cool, you know. And and had she stayed with us, she would have been one of the biggest females in the history of the business because she was so, you know, she was just, you know, she was so spot on, you know. Yeah, she had a beautiful voice. She had a really beautiful voice. Oh, yeah, and she and Philip Bailey sang beautifully together. Uh, and uh, 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 so it was, yeah, when we first started. But, you know, we had a lot of help, too. We had help from Clive Davis. Clive Davis signed us to our first big contract at, at Columbia Records. Because uh, prior to that, we were on Warner Brothers Records, and we moved over to another label. And once we moved over with Clive, that really started us really on our way in terms of making uh, uh, records. Because prior to that time, uh, uh, most of the groups of color were on Motown. You know, uh, Barry Gordy really um, was the uh, pioneer and architect of the Motown sound. And uh, but we we were sort of a little bit off the beaten path, so we went somewhere else. So which enabled us to be actually have more uh, uh, musical freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the famous songwriter David Foster, he actually says his career is owed to Earth, Wind, and Fire, He's and that right. you're. Yeah, right. and, and right. he says your brother, Maurice White, uh, he says that uh, Maurice is a genius, and he says that the group itself is an American treasure. What do you say to that? He's right about all of it. <laughs> I all love of it. it. All now, of who- it. And, 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 with, and with David, David came along way later, you know, in our career. He came later, you know. Uh, uh, he came along at the, because uh, we had done, we had done uh, Last Days and Times, Head to the Sky, Open Our Eyes, Spirit, Best Way of the World, The Greatest Hits. Um, uh, yeah, The Greatest Hits. And then we did the I Am album with David, uh, because David had been working with, Alice Cooper uh, at the time, uh, and he was producing Alice's record. And, uh, did, uh, did he do um, something like September, or did he do uh, In the Stone? Which which were some of his songs? He did songs? both. He worked with David. 
David didn't write September. He played on September with us. David was in the rhythm section with us when we were cutting the uh, uh, September. We put September out because it was part of a greatest hits package that we said, you know, normally you do a greatest hits record at the end of your career. And so right. we said, you know, why, we hot, why don't we do a greatest hits record right now and put a new song on it? And so we put we did September, you know. Let's take a listen to my favorite song. And okay. it's not it, it's not just a favorite Earth, Wind and Fire. It's it's literally one of my very favorite songs, and it's called Head to the Sky. So let's take a listen. Those lyrics are phenomenal, uh, mm-hmm. head, head to the sky. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I mean, being a young person, when I first heard that and, mm-hmm. and listening to esoteric music mm-hmm. mainstream, how did, how did you guys do something like that where you'd have lyrics like, Master told me one day I'd find peace in every way? That was Maurice. But, that was Maurice. I remember he, I, I, I was with him when he wrote the lyrics. We were in a van on the way to uh, San Diego, and uh, he wrote the lyrics. He wrote the lyrics. That was Maurice's the lyrics and head to the sky was actually our second album on on columbia records and that was sort of like when we were doing um colleges because we were a college band you know you know we played for a lot of the student unions so that's that was when that that era was uh uh starting to happen and then we were starting to mature a little bit as young guys and and growing beards and things like that so we were kind of it's sort of been an evolution for us you know well, bless him for that, because that really mm-hmm. changed. It changed my life. Mm-hmm. Now, now, who makes up the group, um, the the main group of Earth, Wind, and Fire? Who are who are the the members? Well, of course, now it's uh, uh, of course Maurice is always the patriarch of the group, and but he doesn't travel with us anymore. And it's myself, Philip Bailey, and uh, uh, Ralph Johnson, who are the uh, pretty much original members here, and then of course we got a great band. You know, we've got John Paris on drums, who knows our music better than we do, uh, uh, and we've got a great horn section led by Gary Bias. We've got David, David uh, Whitworth. Uh, we've got uh, Philip's young son, uh, Philip Bailey Jr. Uh, oh, yeah. And we got uh, yeah, we got uh, who we got? Myron McKinley, our musical director. We've got uh, uh, Greg Morris, Gmo on guitar, Morris O'Connor on guitar. Uh, so we got a good array of people on stage, and I've got a, we've got good uh, 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 stage management by Tony Bullock. We've got great management by Damian Smith and Irving Azoff. So we we have a good organization. It's a real solid organization. Beautiful. Now let's go back. Let's talk about your childhood. I want to hear about your days in Chicago and mm-hmm. how how everything started. Your dad was a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. But, right. He was but, a doctor. He was a physician. And our mother was a, uh, a teacher's aide slash homemaker, and uh, it was a pretty, uh, it was a great, it was a great uh, childhood, you know, noisy, you know. Our house was like a hotel, you know, because there was a lot of us, you know, and uh, but there was a lot of music in the house, you know, gospel, jazz, R&B, pop. So we were really, uh, uh, um, you know, we, you know, our dad kept us, you know, tightened you know, on a tight leash, you know, coming out of Chicago, you know, that way we wouldn't get in trouble. So music was a good way for us not to get in trouble, too. Kept us busy as young guys, you know. Now, a lot of people uh, responded uh, on my emails and Twitter mm-hmm. when they realized you were coming on. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of them were saying how your music uh, brings bliss and happiness and that you actually have healing music mm-hmm. um, and it's purifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say to that? They're right. You know, they're right about that, you know, but we never looked at it as, you know, you know, blissed out music, you know, we just looked at it as just really good music and, and, um, you know, and, and on some level it's hard hitting music because, you know, we have sort of like a jazz background too, you know, so it was sort of right. a lot of that in there too, the hip, the hipness, you know, of our music, you know, and, uh, and so, and for a lot of people of color, it was really different that you had a group of color that really, um, 
uh, talked about those types of things, you know. Rather yes. than, baby, I love you, my woman left me, blah, 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 you know, you know, we, we went a little bit different. We went quite different from that, you know. Right. You took it to a whole nother level. And mm-hmm. my, da- my daughter even uh, says she uses your music uh, to, uh, and we're going to play a little bit in a minute, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit uh, fantasy. She mm-hmm. uses that for meditation as well. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the shows, because mm-hmm. I've been I've been to several Earth, Wind and Fire shows mm-hmm. and and it's spectacular, the stage lighting and the effects mm-hmm. uh, that, that are used. And in the past, you've had even where you've had the entire group ascend in a pyramid and disappear. Oh, yeah. And you, and you've had like David Copperfield um, uh, type uh, things on stage. Uh, tell me about that. Whose ideas were all of those? Well, those ideas was all of us together. Uh, the show that put us on the map was uh, uh, the pyramid show. I mean, we had always done good shows, but that's the show that put us on the map, you know. You know uh, um, and actually, Michael Jackson uh, used to come to our shows when he was young, and he really actually started working with the same people that we brought on the scene. You know, uh, those, those first shows uh, were uh, written with us and and uh, Doug Henning, the magician. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Doug Henning, and uh, uh, because you're in the metaphysical world, do you remember a young lady named Barbara DeAngelis? Of course. Yes, that was Doug's first wife. Oh. And she was his assistant at the time. Oh, he talked on. And she was going to school, getting a PhD before she started writing those books and things like that. So, uh, so Barbara would come to, the, to rehearsal with, with Doug. And Doug's assistant was David Copperfield. So that's how that connection happened. Well, it, it fit your show because mm-hmm. your album covers and the CD covers that you have are just, um, they, they emanate such of a high vibration. And with the pyramids and you have um, Sphinx and, and, and all different uh, Egyptian symbols. Sure. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, and of course, the Egyptian symbols and things like that were more a brainchild of Maurice because he, under, you know, he studied Egyptology and things like that. And, and as I said before, you know, we were just kind of growing up and getting it together, you know, because our thing was kind of like primarily music, you know, because you know when you're young, you just want to play music. You have, you know, when you're young, you have no philosophy, you know, you have none, right. you know. Well, we're going to um, to go to commercial, but before we go to commercial, uh-huh. let's let's take a listen to uh, a song, Fantasy, uh-huh. before we uh, we go to commercial. And we'll be right back to share more from my talented musical guest, Verdine White uh-huh. of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Stay tuned for more. the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Wouldn't you love to experience formidable, personal, transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whywearehere.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. 
let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Who are we? Can we really make the world a better place? How can the mantle of personal power be most effectively passed from generation to generation? There is no correct answer, but by tuning in to Birthright of Power with Reverends Don and Jane Lewis, the goal is that you will find some help in this journey. What does it mean to be a warrior with multiple meanings of that word? How do we stay strong in the face of changing times? Listen to Birthright of Power, live every Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whywearehere.info. That's Sharon at whywearehere.info. Now, back to the show. And we are back with our celebrated guest, bass player, writer, vocalist, producer, Verdine White of Earth, Wind & Fire. Hi, Verdine. Hey, hey, we're back. Hey. Let's talk about the bass, because I had a lot of young people uh, interested in, in um, asking you mm-hmm. uh, questions about playing bass. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us what it feels like when you're playing bass up on stage. Well, you know, the, the, the bass kind of holds the groove and holds the rhythm and stuff, you know. And and, and I was fortunate to, to study with really great teachers and things, you know, coming up. And and, uh, and I played a lot of nightclubs as a kid, you know, as a teenager. And, and um and you know it's it's you know it's sort of like the you know the backbone and and um and the grooves of a, of a bass you know so that's kind of like what it feels like you know when you're playing bass you know other bass players you know they know you know you know without the bass or drums you really don't have anything and it's a and it's an important instrument obviously and things like that you know and i was fortunate to pick the right instrument at the right age you know to to really get into it you know yeah, it's one of the coolest instruments i think and it is it like an extension uh, of you I guess, but yeah, yeah, but it is a cool instrument, though. Yeah, it's a pretty cool instrument. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. And actually, when I first started, bass wasn't actually that popular when I first started. It got popular later. What made you choose it? I saw it in orchestra class, and I loved it immediately. When I'm, but it was actually upright bass that I saw first. And uh, and Maurice got me an upright bass when I was like fourteen, you know. 13, 14, you know, and then I started studying with classical teachers, and then on weekends I would study with the late Louis Satterfield, who was part of the Phoenix Horns, who was actually on a lot of those records with Maurice at Chess Records, and uh, and Sat was a great, great bass, bass player, he played on a lot of hit records and stuff, so he kind of ta- taught me a lot of things about the bass at a young age, you know. Now, I was going to say Maurice is your older brother, but he's like a mentor as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at that time, you know, the word mentor or meditation weren't really popular in the vocabulary. And I, and I do believe that every young person has to have a mentor because, you know, when you're young, you have a lot of information that you, you, that you haven't experienced yet. And because you have a lot of energy and it's all over the place, you know, it has to be harnessed, you know, in order to have some direction, you know. That's beautiful, and you had your mentor right there. Right there, and a, and a family member. So, you know, you definitely take it seriously when it's a family member. You know, And also, too, Maurice had been successful. He knew his way around the ring. So, you know, so you know, he was uh, perfect for, for me. You know, good karma, actually. You know, I have to thank my mother for that. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now, before we left for commercial, we played the song Fantasy, mm-hmm. and the, the lyrics are spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Talk to me about Fantasy. Uh, well, the groove was great, first of all, and uh, it was written by Maurice, myself, Eddie DeBario, and, uh, and the lyrics was uh, really interesting, really, really interesting, really interesting lyrics. You know, I would say every man have a place, has a place, right? Yeah. And uh, just really the way it sounded, and um, 
and uh, we were influenced by a lot of people. And, um, you know, because uh, when I was writing my sections of the lyrics, um, and then what was the, the lyric I sang? And we will live forever, right? Yes. Uh, until the 12th of never? Yes. Right. I'm and, look- and I got I'm the lyrics. Of- here. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at every man has a place in right. his heart. There's a space and mm-hmm. the world can't erase his fantasies. Mm-hmm. Take a ride in the sky on our ship. Fantasize. All your dreams will come true right away. Mm-hmm. And we'll live to ether uh, and we'll live forever until the 12th of never. Right. And, and what happened was we were writing it in New York. We wrote it. Maurice and I had spent two days in the room writing this lyric. And I went out for a walk because I got stuck. You know how you get stuck when you're writing, you know. And, uh, and I'm walking down Fifth Avenue and I see Johnny Mathis, right. And my mom was a big fan of Johnny Mathis, right. Yeah. And she loved the song. Until the twelfth of never, and so I put that in there. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's and I, the sound. It's kismet. Sounds very kismet. You yeah. Then I saw Johnny. I saw Johnny on the plane a few weeks ago, and I told him, I said, "Man, I'm so glad you did twelfth of never because I put that in my song on fantasy." <laughs> so that went, that went full circle, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all influenced by anything good, anything yeah. good that touches us, you know, and uh, we all we all borrow from. I think, you know. Now, you've performed all over the world, probably three times over. Where is one of your most memorable places that you've and favorite places you've performed, your group? A lot of good places. Recently, what I loved was uh, the Hollywood Bowl a couple of years ago, uh, which was one of the greatest concerts I've ever played. The two nights I played, and then when we played in, in uh, South Africa. And the and energy I, was just great, wasn't it? In South Africa, they were just stomping their feet. They were like... They went nuts, you know. Uh, the first night we played, we did two nights. The first night we were good. We were good. Uh, good. Second night we were extraordinary. We were really extraordinary. We were really, it really wasn't us playing. It was God playing through us. It was incredible. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, uh, Denzel Washington had, uh, had given us a party when we got in. Um and uh, uh, and then he introduced us the second night, you know, because he was shooting uh, uh, his movie down there, uh, 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 Shakedown, okay. and uh, and he was the MC and he introduced us, and uh, um, so uh, the second night was Stella, Stella, Stella. Mm-hmm. So those two, those two, I had a lot of good concerts, but those two recent concerts, those two events, you know. Well, you've been, uh, your group's been, Earth, Wind & Fire's been to the White House several times under President Clinton and also uh, President Barack Obama, am mm-hmm. I correct? Mm-hmm. Well, we did, we did, I, I went to the White House Christmas party for, for uh, uh, President Clinton and, uh, and Hillary, uh, and, uh, and then we did the last state dinner for him, for President Clinton, and then we did the first governor's ball for President Obama, for him. And then we recently, a couple of months ago, did the uh, um, fundraiser for here for him here at the Nokia in uh, uh, in Los Angeles. Oh, that's beautiful. He's a great guy too. He's a very aware guy, very aware, very aware. And it's no accident that he's the president on a cosmic level, you know. Now you're Chicago, though. He's Chicago. You're Chicago. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. And, now, and, and you know, it's not unusual, really, for a lot of people of color to see an African-American president from Chicago because we've had, you know, a lot of aldermans out of Chicago. You know, we've had a lot of people out of Congress. You know, you don't forget now you had, the, uh, uh, you know, the Black Panthers out of Chicago, so, you know, Jesse Jackson, Ebony Magazine. So Chicago actually is a very radical city in terms yeah. of, uh, 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 of people of color, you know. Yeah, beautiful. And it's not unusual that Obama uh, came out of Chicago. He wouldn't have been able to be president had he come out of Los Angeles. I think I might want to agree with you on that, no, even though because, I'm I'm here. I, I I agree with you on that. No, I really do. Don't forget now the urban problems of Chicago um, are much more deeper than Los Angeles. You know, much more deeper. You know, much deeper, yeah. much deeper. There, there's like a power base in Chicago well, too. I, too. You know, he was a community organizer. So when you're a community organizer, you organize You hear the depths of what people really go through. You know, uh, versus what we do in Los Angeles. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, let's switch and talk about the kalimba, because okay. I don't think anyone in this country knew what a kalimba was right? And until Earth, Wind, and Fire. And you did a song also dedicated to kalimba. Right. 
Uh, let's talk about the kalimba. Well, the kalimba was an instrument that Maurice brought on the pop scene. It had been around um, under different names. It was called the kalimba, the Frankie phone. But Maurice used to play it when he did his drum solo with Ramsey Lewis. Uh, he'd play drums, do his solo, then he'd get off, they'd play kalimba, then go back and finish up on drums. And then he decided to introduce it to uh, pop music through Earth, Wind & Fire. Does Earth, Wind & Fire realize that they uh, have used sounds that are kind of like mantras, you know, body up, body up? Do you know what I'm talking about? Right, right, right. In, in, uh, uh, yeah. Can you yeah. do that? Can you do that little... Body up, 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 body up. It, was a, it was a full song. Yeah, it was, so it was a whole song. Some people might think uh, it's like scatting, you know? Kind of, but, a, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, but, yeah, it could be. It was, a, um, it was a, a, a full song at first, and then Maurice took it out and just, and just put that um, on the records. Well, I love the kalimba, and I loved all the different sounds that uh, Maurice would, would bring up and use. Mm-hmm. You know, there's never going to be uh, another Earth, Wind, and Fire. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but is there any performer group that you admire? You know that you like their music today. Can you think of anyone? Well, I listen to everything. You know, I just listen to I listen to everything. You know, you know, I'm not like a one band guy. You know, I listen I listen to everything. You know, I think in terms of of a group that's coming along that might be like us. I'm not sure if that existed yet. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, uh, the I, group that, I don't know of any. I don't know, but the, the group that I love was, uh, uh, you know, I love, you know, I love Will I Am because he's worked with us and the Black Eyed Peas. But the group that I thought would have been uh, huge had they stayed together at the right time would have been Outkast. I thought they would have been a really important group because they were they were right on it. They were very very close, you know, to touching that thing, you know, yeah. you know that thing, you know. Yeah, you have um, a lot of people, uh, P. Diddy, a lot of groups like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Outkast and all. They've done collaborations with you, and your music's been sampled mm-hmm. uh, by a lot of people. How do you feel about everybody sampling your music? That's good, because what it did, it introduced us to another audience. You know, uh, We were fortunate that a lot of the uh, Diddy and Jay-Z and, and everybody uh, sampled us, because they introduced us to their audience by sampling our music. Now, music today, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if you think it's changed. Uh, has technology changed music? Do you feel enough people sing about love? Uh, well, technology definitely changed the music business. You know, it definitely changed. Uh, uh, so we Actually, the music business was really the first business that had the first big technological change with downloading from Napster. You know, so I think that was, that was the, we were the big, the, the first generation, the first uh, industry to be able to be affected by the change, you know, and in terms of speaking about love, I don't think people speak about it enough, you know, uh, not because they don't love love, but they're just not aware of it, you know, Yeah. you, you know, you know and our thing was more universal consciousness, you know, you know, whereas everybody's just not kind of picking up on, on universal consciousness. And I think what people have to do, what they're doing now within themselves right now is trying to find out how much love they got in themselves. That's really what love is about right now, you know, yes. whether or not people have enough love to love themselves and somebody else. Yes. That's well, what, we're going to listen to yeah. the song Love's Holiday mm-hmm. because th- that song uh, is another favorite of mine mm-hmm. and it's, it has such beautiful lyrics. Mm-hmm. So let's let's take a listen to Love's Holiday. If I kiss, if I held you tight In the morning light, yeah Would you mind If I said how I felt to the lead tonight Yeah. 
Now that's what love songs are all about, mm-hmm. don't, don't you? Don't you think? Yeah, for, yeah, in that genre of music, you know. Actually, when we recorded the song later on, we said we should have changed the title to "Would You Mind" because all of the uh, everybody would always say, "I love that song, Would You Mind." So you know, and we said, "No, it's Love Holiday." So you know, so we might have, you know, it because uh, uh, everybody always said, "I love that song, Would You Mind? Would You Mind?" You know. Well, it's so tender how it's being said. It's mm-hmm. very innocent. It's like the man is saying, you know, would you mind if I looked into your eyes, if I did this, which is mm-hmm. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about a song. Um, uh, it's entitled Evil, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like the title. And you actually, uh, you guys talk, you sing prayer in the song. Mm-hmm. You talk about uh, prayer. I just find it fascinating, some of the music, like I said, it's esoteric, but you've made it mainstream. Yeah, uh, yeah. How, how did the song Evil come about? We were, it was a jam session. We were jamming, you know, and Philip was playing congas, and we just got right into it, you know, just got right into it, you know, and it was real funky, and I think we did a live version, too, of it. You know, we did the album called Gratitude, live version, you know, which was a great live record, really great live record, you know, and um, so we put, I think we put Evil on that one, too, you know, and... Uh, uh, um, and know that the, our live our live album, the version of reasons on the live album was one of the biggest selling uh, songs uh, in music history, and it was never a single, never a single. Now we love your music; it goes mm-hmm. without saying. Mm-hmm. But um, what is it that you love about your music, about Earth, Wind, and Fire, that you've created and shared with the world? Well, what I love, what I love about it is that the fact of it is that we were we were able to make some good music, you know, and 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 music that we've been proud of, you know. You know, every record you do is not going to be successful. Every album is not going to be successful because we got some clunkers out there too. But uh, uh, for the most part, you know, you know, we've done we we've 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 been really proud of the body of work that we've been able to create, you know. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and in the meantime, you may find me on Twitter at Sharon Isis Rose or email Sharon at info for any questions for our guest, for Dean White of Earth, Wind & Fire. We'll be right back after the following announcement. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Wouldn't you love to experience formidable personal transformational changes to highly benefit your life and those around you? Do you want to eradicate anything holding you back from living with focused clarity in a harmonious lifestyle of the highest of intent, vitality, and abundant well-being? Empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington is here to assist you in the revolution of your evolutionary self. In these unpredictable times, it is important to connect with one's own pure inner power base of expansive creativity heightened intuition, and radiant fulfillment. To contact visionary Sharon Rose Washington for information or to make an appointment, call 323-960-5167 or email Sharon at whyweareherein.info for a free introductory consultation. For immediate empowerment coaching and energetic transformational healing services, please call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. It's time to celebrate the joyful life of the authentic origin you were meant to live. It's time to take an amazing journey, a journey to gold. Join your host, CJ, every week as she introduces you to amazing people who are following their dreams and changing their lives with a new attitude. Hear from the stars who are stepping outside the box. Be sure to listen for the Dream Quest Challenge with Josie Pasentino, where you'll vote on the music of independent artists. Find out how you can be a part of this life-changing experience. Maybe we'll be talking to you on a future show. Journey to Gold is heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Want the inside scoop about what's going on in the social networks of art and entertainment? Tune in to Star Power Hour, brought to you by 4talent.com. We'll talk to the top professionals in the entertainment industry and find out what they're working on and what's next. Your host is James Barber, who has his finger on the pulse of the arts and entertainment world. Star Power Hour, brought to you by 4talent.com. Live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. 
Welcome back to Why We Are Here with empowerment coach, energy healer, and visionary author Sharon Rose Washington. If you have a question about the program or would like to share a comment, please send an email to Sharon at whywearehere.info. That's Sharon at whywearehere.info. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back. I'm here with my luminary guest, Verdine White of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hi, Verdine. Hey, how are you? We're back, huh? Yeah, we're back. I, okay. I have a question. Because of our show on the Empowerment Channels entitled Why We Are Here, mm-hmm. what's, what's your take on why we are here? You mean on this earth? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we're here to find out our true purpose of what we're here for on this earth, to find out what we're here, what we're supposed to be doing and what we're supposed to be doing with others. I think that's really where the real happiness lies. You know, I think the struggle for most people is to find out what their gift and what their purpose is. That's the hard one. That's, that's the most difficult one, I think. Do you feel that you've uh, served your purpose through your music? I know you've done many other things as mm-hmm. well. But do you feel you've pretty much served your purpose through the music of Earth, Wind, and Fire? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, as I've told other journalists and, and writers and things and other interviewers, you know, I was lucky to find out what I wanted to do, you know, you know, uh, you know, at a young age. And I, and I stuck to my guns and I stuck to it, you know, and it was, and it's something obviously has, you know, served me well in my life, you know, and, uh, and it's made me, you know, happy on a, on a level that I'm sure I never would have been had I not chosen this, you know, because a lot of times, you know, you know, uh, people, you know, you know, how people say no and, you know, a lot in their lives, you know, you have to say yes to, you know, you have to say yes to, to, um, uh, to your gifts. You know, when Maurice originally asked me to come to Los Angeles, I'm so glad I, I said yes, you know, rather than no, you know, yeah. and it, and that yes was enabled me to, you know, to grow and, and a lot of hard work too. You know, I mean, a lot, you know, this wasn't like throw it at me either. You know, I mean, I didn't wake up and get gold and platinum records and 90 million albums, you know. I think that's what young people have to hear out there, that it is hard work, but you love what you do. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I had to work hard, you know. It was, I mean, it wasn't like, and I like to work. Work is, work is really fun for me, you know. Um, so, you know, I had to work at it, too. It wasn't like something that I just got, you know, because I was talented. I had to work on it, and I was able to, you know, keep growing and keep keep investigating and all that and and i think true enlightenment really you know uh is really when you give to other people that's really what enlightenment is i I never believe that enlightenment you get that from just sitting and meditating i never believe that but i always believe that you get enlightenment by finding your purpose and sharing that purpose with other people nice that's awesome i like that Mm -hmm. now we have we have a couple questions um we want to make sure we get these in we have emails that have come in and we're going to try to get a few of them in we may not be able to get them all in but Uh, we have someone, the first question is from Haley. Uh, she's from Manchester in the UK. Mm. And Haley says, Earth, Wind, and Fire is her favorite group. Mm-hmm. And she wants to know, Verdine, can you tell her when you're coming back to the UK to perform and, and where? Uh, we don't know yet. I know we're, we are going uh, overseas this year, uh, but we haven't put the dates together yet. We don't know yet. But we, she, we, when we do, though, she'll be one of the first because we'll put it out on email and put it on our website, you know. Okay, and she's also requested uh, that you play Shining Star. It's her favorite song, so she wants to make sure you perform it. Oh, you know, you got to play, you know, the hits you got to play. You know, you know, you can't go in there without playing those hits, you know. Okay, thank you, Haley, for that. All right. Uh, Next question is from Zach from Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. Zach wants to know um, if you had bass lessons and and is there a certain way to learn? Did you have teachers and... um, and who do you like as a bass player? That's he had like three questions. Oh yeah, you know, I, as I said earlier, you know, uh, you know, I had great teachers. I had classical teachers: Roddy Vallar from Chicago Symphony Orchestra, David Beth from the Metropolitan Opera, Louis Satterfield, bass guitar. So I had those, and and um, you know, I, I always recommend learning, you know, lessons and uh, all that. But my favorite, I got a lot of great favorites. One of my great favorites, a good buddy of mine, Marcus Miller, good buddy of mine, Stanley Clark, buddy of mine, Nathan East. Uh, most of the great bass players are buddies of mine, most of them, yes. Okay, so Joanna and her sister Jackie, mm-hmm. these are two people with the same question, uh, from Phoenix, Arizona. They want to know um, how how much does spirituality play a role in your life, and, and do you attribute your success uh, to your faith? Um, um, before I answer that question, also to Michelle Miguel Cello, great bass player. 
Okay. Great female, great bass player. I didn't want to leave her out. Okay. Because uh, people think guys that don't even want to play bass. Uh, thank you that for that. Again, I'm sorry. You want to hit that to me again, please? Yeah. I said I said thank you for that too. Being a female, I really appreciated you you giving her a shout out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joanna and her sister from Phoenix want to know um, if spirituality plays a big role in your life, and do you attribute your success to your faith? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, me staying on the good path and, and uh, you know, trying to stay grounded. You know, that's really what you have to do. You have to try to stay grounded, you know. And that's, that's what it is, you know, trying to stay grounded, you know. Now, now, they also want to hear, this is funny, it's like this is a mini concert here. They also want to hear either mm-hmm. devotion, devotion, or that's the way of the world. So what we're going to do for them, mm-hmm. um, why don't we uh, play that's the way of the world, okay? Okay. So let's take a listen to that's the way of the world. We just listened to That's the Way of the World uh, mm-hmm. by Earth, Wind, and Fire, mm-hmm. and it's the lyrics are different than some of the other ones that we played. Mm-hmm. What, along with, I think we talked about, or we mentioned, The World is a Masquerade. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk a little bit about how that song, That's the Way of the World, came about. Uh, we were recording it. It was actually for a movie called That's the Way of the World, um, uh, which was produced by Sick Shore, who had done the... Uh, the Superfly movies uh, with Curtis Mayfield. And uh, so um, the movie originally was a soundtrack. The album was the soundtrack. That's the way the world. Uh, because we had done a, uh, that was a second soundtrack because we had done one with Melvin Van Ple- Peoples called Sweet Sweet Back, Badass Song. Uh, so That's the Way the World was really a, um, a soundtrack okay. album, yeah. And it became the num- number one album for like, I think, what, 20 weeks or something like that on all charts okay. at the same time. You have a question from Tawana in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tawana in Las Vegas wants to know what uh, what are your eating habits? Mm-hmm. Uh, she she says you look the same and haven't changed in years. Mm-hmm. And she said you're just as handsome as ever. Are you a vegetarian? What's your secret to looking and remaining youthful? Uh, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian. I like uh, uh, I work out four days a week with a great trainer. Uh, uh, Jay Kerwin's really great, and uh, um, and we watch our diet. You know, I do uh, um, you know salads, and I do protein and things like that, and and then um, and then you know uh, about once every two weeks, I, I put a great yoga class together. You know, you know, and um, so that's kind of like what I do. You know, in terms of my diet, and I take vitamins and things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
if you could press a, but, a pause button, you know, press pause on your life, mm-hmm. where would you press it for a while just to hang out and experience it once again? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> wow. Where would I hang out? You can take a pause to think about it for a second. Well, I, you know, I got a lot of pauses because you know, I got you know, my life's been pretty cool. I can hang out almost anywhere on my, on my <laughs> in my life. You know, <laughs> I can pause anywhere. Actually, you know, well, how, how about right here? Let's. I can, let's yeah, I can right pause here. anywhere. We'll, we'll just pause here, and I'll just hang here for a minute. Then we'll pause there. I'll hang there for a minute. It's pretty much a wide variety. My life's been pretty varied. You know. Do you have a motto that you live by? Yeah, I keep it moving. I always say, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Beautiful. Because life moves. You got to keep it moving. Keep it moving. Now, before you go, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I do this with all of my guests on the show, mm-hmm. I'm in love with the Matrix movies. Okay. And I have a question. Mm-hmm. I ask all of my guests, mm-hmm. do, you take, do you take the red pill or the blue pill? Oh, God. That's a good one. <laughs> I might take both of them with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably take both of them because I want it all. I'll take both of them. I'll take both of the pills. I love it. I love it. Good answer, Verdine. Well, Verdine, it's been a, an adventure a, and a pleasure, such a pleasure having you on uh, Why We're Here. I, I want to give thanks to the members of Earth, Wind & Fire. I also want to thank Cherie, uh, tell her I love her, and thank Michelle. Uh, we had a mini concert here, so thank you so much uh, for coming on. You're well, thank you for having me on this morning. I, I really enjoyed this. Really great. Okay, and take care. Okay. And now for my final thought. My guest today, Verdine White, has given so much to so many through his cosmic music and did it his way with his brother Maurice and the beautiful members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. I know he can say he's truly blessed with great conviction and gratitude. As a matter of fact, they even have a song, uh, one of their greatest hits entitled Gratitude, which is a repeated verse, and it says, I want to thank you. Yeah. I'm honored to have been given the opportunity to have a dream fulfilled, and the dream was that I would be able to one day tell Earth, Wind & Fire personally how much I appreciate and treasure their music. What a a divine blessing. Now, we all have to take a moment, pause in wonder, and pontificate on why we are here. No life is meaningless. No breath is wasted. We are all a beautiful, natural part of creation making life happen. Until next time, please keep me in your heart. And I promise to always keep you in mind. Remember, the kingdom, queendom lies within. Always stay rooted in Mother Earth, lifted by Father Sky, and continue to walk side by side with the ancestors. Have an enchanting evening. I'm your host, empowerment coach, healer, and visionary author, Sharon Rose Washington. We hope you've enjoyed listening to visionary author Sharon Rose Washington and her insightful luminary guest. Please join us for another powerfully transformative show next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on Why We Are Here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For questions, information, and appointments, Sharon can be reached at Sharon at whywearehere.info. Or for direct empowerment coaching and healing, call 866-231-HEAL. That's 866-231-HEAL. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.